Hello, you all you beautiful listeners out there. Welcome to Passion Fruits Podcast, a passion project for passionate people. I am your pear-shaped Adam. <laughs> Everything's gone pear-shaped. Yes. And I'm your coconut, Daniel. Oh, man. Coconut. Yeah. We're coconuts about each other. <laughs> That's coconuts. Uh, here we are on the Passion Fruits Podcast. Uh, what do we do in this podcast, Adam? Well, we analyze many different things, yes. nouns, verbs, adverbs, yes. adjectives. <laughs> yeah. No, we, an- we analyze and we discuss uh, different subjects that people are passionate about. Yeah. And we really try and take a look to see what takes someone from being a casual fan of uh. something to what takes them to... What takes them to the point of being a fanatic or being right. really passionate? About how they it. determine how how they realize that they're a super passionate about something. Sure. And we've discussed all manner of things. Billions and billions and billions of stars out in the world, out in space. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've discussed a lot. Um, we're continuing kind of our. Should we hop right into it? Yeah, let's 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 go. Oh God. <laughs> We're continuing our kind of music theme, um, which we probably won't return to music for a little while after this. But uh, today we are going to talk about the band R.E.M. Ex- excuse me, the what? The Oh, sorry. The music band. Ah, okay. R-E-M. Thank you for clarifying, Daniel. <laughs> you finally understand Whew. it. Um, Don't want to confuse all our billions of listeners oh, out Christ. there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so yes, we are talking about the music rock band REM, uh, and I am a big passionate fan of REM, mm-hmm. and Adam is not. I no, no, <laughs> that's quite accurate. Um, and so we'll get into uh, our, our, how our feelings about REM. Yes, I created a playlist for you. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's kind that's of how it. we've done other music <laughs> music episodes. We you know we've created a playlist, and and once again for all you list, interested listeners out there, you yeah. know we'll have the playlist in our show notes. Hell yeah! Um, so you can listen in on Daniel's take on the wide world of REM. Yeah, I'll give it a, a, an explanation of my playlist um, when we get to it. But yes, so I created a playlist for Adam to try and take him on a journey into REM. And I waited. Was it the journey? So long. <laughs> All right. So we talked arduous. <laughs> we talked about this. I had to listen to Dave Matthews Band <laughs> and feel so shitty about myself. <laughs> um, shitty. Yeah. It was just like, how can they be so damn happy? Um, yeah. So created a playlist for Adam. He's been listening to it for a long time now because um, he's a great guy. Yes. And uh, yeah, let's just get right into it, Adam. Yeah. So passion uh, fruits, pedia. Uh-oh. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Hey, we, uh, hey, if, if hey, this, yeah. If this podcasting hey, thing doesn't work out, yeah. we'll be able to do. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> this this <laughs> diverted wide. <laughs> <laughs> this went wildly off the rails. I'm gonna... into an outcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> Yeah, it did. Passion Fruitspedia. Passion Fruitspedia. Um, so, Daniel, would, would you mind walking us through the aged story aged. of <laughs> of, yeah. uh, of REM? So, for, for, I guess my first question is, what does REM stand for? Um, there is a debate. I think that the band has settled on the REM stands for Rapid Eye Movement. But a lot of because everyone's asleep when they listen to their music. 
yeah, zing, gotcha. Kill Adam. Uh, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need to like live video cast yeah, these episodes because this is like Daniel's facial facial reactions are amazing. Maybe I'll sketch them and like post them up yeah. on our Twitter or something. But then like we that. would finally have to record with our clothes on. <laughs> Usually we record in the nude. Yeah, that's true. All of our guests have loved it. Um, so yes, REM stands for rapid eye movement. Uh, I think fans have long posited that maybe it stands for something else, but. Uh, R.E.M., unfortunately, was an American rock band from Athens, Georgia, right down the road from us in Athens, Georgia. Local boys. Yeah. Uh, And formed in 1980 by Bill Berry, who was a drummer, guitarist Peter Buck, bass player and backing vocals Mike Mills, and lead vocalist Michael Stipe. Um, They were kind of, they're considered to be an alternative band. And really kind of started an alternative rock movement um, that led into the 90s. Um, Unfortunately, their popularity kind of waned in the late 90s and uh, 2000s. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. I guess my so my question is, REM is is fairly well known within the 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 greater zeitgeist of like American right you've probably culture. if you don't recognize the band REM you've definitely heard some of their songs yeah. um especially they so they were mildly successful with their first um four albums up to the album document where the song end of the world as we know it came out which blew them up and blew up the world and it became like you said a a part of the zeitgeist of america for like people to say it's like oh it's the end of the world as we know it and i feel fine um but at at, i mean i i recognize rem from like they were on the simpsons a couple of times weren't they i believe so yeah. yeah and just like like you you know you're within the greater american cultural phenomenon when you're on the simpsons someday we'll be on the simpsons yeah yeah oh god i would love that um but so they were a, a alternative rock band, uh, very kind of considered to be a college rock band, um, very big in the Athens scene and very big on college radio stations. Um, their uh, sound kind of evolved and took shape uh, to have their biggest mainstream success in the early 90s with Out of Time is probably their biggest album. Uh, which has Losing My Religion on it, and going from there, Monster and Automatic for the People was a huge one, um, which kind of went back to their roots a little bit. But in 1996, they uh, signed with Warner Brothers for a large contract, $80 million. Um, And then right around that time, their... um, drummer bill barry uh left the band he didn't want to tour anymore and found it to be too exhausting and that completely threw them into a uh tizzy it kind of changed how their sound how they even wrote songs because you know they were trying to reform they continued to play as rem but they never like got a permanent drummer um but 
from that from then on their popularity kind of waned um, but i actually really like their later albums like 2008 2011 albums but their sound kind of changed and became a little more electronic um anyway i'm not <laughs> i'm not good about that i always feel bad when this is a daniel centric episode because my passion for its pedia section suck but um, no 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 we just blame it on the quality or lack there of the wikipedia article yeah, that we're exactly. reading from i, I mean, mean <laughs> you you can't you you can you have to blame the source material so wikipedia and i do, and I do. wikipedia anonymous wikipedia editors whomever you stole your source material from it sucks yeah seriously no um but i, I think there are a couple inter- interesting points there where like, like there are rem from my limited knowledge of the band is known to be a big influencer in like like you said earlier in like the alternative rock yeah, genre totally. so like it like started alt rock kind right. of um, um and i mean even bands like uh nirvana um when nirvana got big they cited rem as a big influence and yeah. actually um recently listened to uh lars ulrich's beats one radio show or whatever the fuck he has on apple music um and they were talking about this was like from 2016. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the 20 year anniversary of Master of Puppets, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that Cliff Burton, 20 year, 30 year, holy 30 shit. year, yeah. Dude. All right, I'm a big Metallica fan. <laughs> Remember, we're not experts. <laughs> um, but uh, Lars mentioned that Cliff Burton was really into um, REM around that time. That they were kind of releasing some of my favorite albums of theirs. Um, and actually, I, I've i done a little bit of outside research other than the Wikipedia article, but their first two albums were actually recorded in a recording studio in Charlotte. Oh, cool. Um, and their first EP was recorded in Winston-Salem. So they're very like, um, they have ties in North Carolina, which I found awesome. And I looked up the recording studio where they recorded in Charlotte. And of course, it's been replaced by Cookie Cutter Apartments. Yeah. Where I probably lived. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Stupid asshole. <laughs> um, uh, nothing like the ur- ur- urban, urban, if, ur- uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so REM alternative band that played for many, many years up until 2011, I believe when they broke up. Um, and I, yeah. So to your, to the best of your knowledge, Daniel, like how at the height of their popularity, how big were they? Were they like selling out stadiums and stuff like that? Or they, you know, what, like what, what is the level of expectation that we have here for how big REM is seeing as how much of a cultural phenomenon it was? And actually that's an interesting question, Adam, because they weren't that, um, they didn't tour for like six years. Um, when they started up up through when they uh, when some of their biggest albums came out like oh, out of time okay. and automatic for the people they weren't touring it wasn't until their album monster that they started touring again but they've sold about uh 85 million albums huh. um only that much <laughs> yeah right wow um i i would consider to be them to be one of the most popular american rock bands some people may um, have qualms with that, but uh, also we're talking about it from the 2019 perspective, and I yeah. think they were everywhere in the early 90s. Um, gotcha. With uh, they were very popular on MTV Unplugged. They were uh, just 
goddamn everywhere. Um, but yeah, so REM, alternative rock band. Let's just reduce them right down to that. Yes, just very simplistic view. We can't spend five hours of me just being like, <laughs> let me read Wikipedia to you. Anyway, um, so what? What were you going to say? Uh, but, but, no, I think, uh, thank you, Daniel, for that. Do quick... you have any other questions about? No more, no more questions, sir. Your, uh, your honor. <laughs> Objection. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I'd say that's a, that's a good, good rundown, you know, getting that rundown. And there, <laughs> I'll run sorry, down, I'll, down. Jesus. I'll give more of a description of the kind of music they play because alternative is can be very broad but they're very alternative is just everything that's not right (laughs) alternative classical music like no they're they're playing their violins upside down and what yeah they're wearing their hats backwards yeah so alternative just so so edgy man (laughs) totally um but so their uh earlier stuff is uh typically jangly guitars they're monochromatic vocals I don't know what the hell you mean by that, Adam. <laughs> there are multiple vocal lines. <laughs> All right, go. No, keep going. <laughs> going to stab Adam. So, so I, I, as I was forming my own thoughts about REM, uh, for all you REM listeners out there, I apologize because I'm probably going to offend you. But I also you, realized you the incredible hypocrisy of a lot of the statements I'm going to make, considering yeah. the discussion we had around Dave Matthews. Band. Yeah, exactly. So stupid, Adam. <laughs> Uh, anyway, as I was saying, their music was typically jangly guitars, uh, kind of leading bass lines. Um, doom, 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 I've heard, doom, I'm doom. just going to keep pushing forward like Adam did for DMP. Uh, I've heard that the guitar player um, did, didn't wasn't really like a lead guitar player and didn't want to play lead. So the bass player often played like lead stuff. So that's why you kind of get their more interesting or intricate bass lines. And of course their drumming is amazing. Adam, shut up. They're just slapping the bass. (laughs) (laughs) Moving the bass line along. Um, Slapping the bass. (laughs) But they also had uh, multiple vocal lines going um, at the same time and kind of harmonizing and it's beautiful and Har- shut the fuck up <laughs> harmonizing's a strong what uh, word. what have you even been have you only been listening to one song <laughs> you've been listening to the end of the world as we know it and that's it you're like oh, i know rem oh yes i have fully dissected the entire playlist i have a stanza by stanza breakdown of, of everything that <laughs> oh I, this will be a very interesting episode. settle in folks it's interesting enough but all right so yes i've given a great description of rem and this will go up in the smithsonian of rem <laughs> let's get into story time and uh coco corner uh, so it's like the middle of the summer now um when, when when everyone's listening so should we pull up some like lemonade i was gonna say the lemonade oh. iced tea perhaps an all Ar- arnold palmer Ooh, nice refreshing God, arnold palmer uh. <laughs> <laughs> what would be arnold palmer What's because you're the alliteration guy? What would be the good Arnold Palmer corner? Arnold Palmer tea? Uh, say the cocoa corner, uh, the Arnold, the I'm sorry to have done this to us. But <laughs> Adam's brain is broken. We'll figure it out later. We'll, right. we'll post that in the show notes okay. as well. Edit point right here <laughs> for Arnold Palmer. All right. So let's get into story time. Sure. Arnold Palmer corner. 
Um, how did I get into... I'm just going to talk to myself. <laughs> so, otherwise, well, Adam's just going to make fun of REM. <laughs> I, I'm actually very interested. So given the fact that REM disbanded in 2011, you know, and you know, I've known Daniel since 2007, yes. um, his love of REM has not gone all the way back till then. So Daniel, how, how did you get in, into REM? It's a great question, Adam, and I'm so glad you asked it. Uh, normally we wouldn't talk about stuff like this, but here we are. Um, so and you're right, Adam. Uh, I am just getting really passionate about REM, but only recently, like within the, within the past year, year and a half, but I've really fallen in love with their music and I'm very glad we're talking about Why don't you marry it then, Daniel? <laughs> I've yeah. tried, but they've broken up. <laughs> um, so we've talked around the podcasts like, um, you talking you two to me, analyze fish, uh, but they did the hosts of you talking you two to me, Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman. Scott Ackerman, not Squat Ackerman. Squat Ackerman. Squat Ackerman. Um, they did a REM based podcast because Adam Scott is a massive, massive, massive REM fan, um, and of course I listened to that podcast because I love those two together. Um, and unlike with their U2 podcast, I really didn't get into U2. Um, you know, I'll listen to some of their albums. But uh, the REM albums they went through, because they go through all the albums, but the songs they were playing and the discussion they were having, like really, really, uh, this sounds silly, but like spoke to me. Like I really enjoyed some of the songs and specifically the episode where they talked about REM's second album, Reckoning, um, which I recommended to you yes. in an earlier episode mm -hmm. that like, that's not the type of music I usually listen to, but those songs, especially don't go back to Rockville, Harbor coat, seven Chinese brothers. That was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Where's this been all my life? Oh my God. And I so, crashed my car and I'm a goose. REM filled that void for Daniel. It did. And like, to me, <sighs> to me, <laughs> <laughs> to me, being like like alternative music, I've never been a big alternative music fan. I don't even like know what you're it pretty means. alternative though, Daniel. You and your hipster beard <laughs> and your that's no the hipster beard is just because I don't like to shave. <laughs> but maybe that's what all hipsters do. Hipsters call in and tell us you're just wearing flannel all the time. I smoke clove and, cigarettes. Yeah, because that's the hipster thing to do. I mean, Daniel hasn't worn shoes in at least three years. No, so, you know. I have a thick chitin around my feet. <laughs> um, but so I, I mean, and we've talked about, did you want to make another joke out of No, 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 no. This is a I've, very serious podcast. No I've, jokes. No I've jokes. never interrupted you to make a <laughs> shitty joke. <laughs> Adam, Adam I'm, is dying. I'm finally getting back at Daniel for all those times. <sighs> Who knew that Adam stays awake at night? Just like <laughs> he said, what about model drinks? <laughs> I'll kill him. Um, but yeah, so in talking about the, in our punk episode and our DMB episode, Dave Matthews band, of course, we kind of talked about our musical tastes and musical histories. And I, Maybe the listeners realize, but you know that like I'm very riff driven, heavy rock, Metallica, Queens of the Stone Age, stuff like that. Um, and I'm very picky when it comes to music. That's surprising to hear. <laughs> what? Given the context of this podcast episode. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. 
<laughs> and I don't know why you wouldn't be listening to more Dave Matthews Band if you're so picky about what music. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Dave Matthews Band playlist. I'm just going to make fun of their shit. Um, we haven't even gotten to the playlist yet. <laughs> I know. I haven't even finished my first sentence about this. Anyway, so, yeah. So it was kind of surprising for me to, like, really enjoy the REM songs that I was listening to. And really, I just devoured uh, the Reckoning album for a long time and like almost listened to it nonstop in between podcasts and stuff. So with that and the serious note, but what, yeah. like what, uh, let's introduce a little bit of REM into this okay. podcast yeah, now, please. but like what song, what song off of Reckoning like did you first latch on to? Uh, don't Go Back to Rockville. Okay. Want me to play that? Yes, please. Can I talk now? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so this is kind of an outlier on the album because it's very simple. Um, it is kind of almost like a country novelty song. Yeah. I th- um, when I first listened to this, I was like, it's got like a got like a got like a twang to it. Yeah, if you will. Um, and it's not their not the style at all. And I enjoyed the other songs on the album when I first heard them, but this song was just like. I found it very pretty. I really like the um, lyrics and the guitar. And it's just, I don't know. It just, it got me right in the heart and just jiggled it around. And I was like, oh yeah. (sighs) What are the lyrics to this? Like what, and and this is a serious question. I'm not being a dick just to be a dick. No, Um, I I think I know what you're going to ask. What are the lyrics to this? And like, what is the, what is the, like the story of this song? So, and that's actually something that's kind of interesting that, may have contributed to them not getting very popular until their later albums mm-hmm. was their lyrics, their Michael Stipe's singing style is very kind of, he kind of mumbles in the first four albums. I'm so glad you said that and, the, and not me. <laughs> no, and I mean, it's true. And they, he, they didn't publish their lyrics and their albums until much later in their career. So uh. um, they didn't like, some of their songs would be popular, but it's because the songs were like, they had one lyric that was isolated, like South Central Rain when he says, I'm sorry. That's like a very popular song, but it could be just because that people can actually hear that lyric. Um, like for this song, for Don't Go Back to Rockville, like when I listened to it, the only thing I heard was, Don't go back oh, really? to Rockville. <laughs> That was beautiful. <laughs> Is Michael Stipe in the... <laughs> Here we go. Um, so Sorry, that was just Spotify playing. Oh, it wasn't right. even me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ISO track of uh, Spotify. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of... I'm glad we're talking about that because that's kind of can be a barrier to entry is that and something that I normally focus on when I'm listening to music is the lyrics and I like singing along and vocals are important to me. So I was kind of surprised that I got that much into REM because they, he does mumble and the lyrics aren't as clear as some other alternative bands or some other bands may be. Um, but so, uh, this song is about, um, supposedly Michael Stipe was 
trying to convince a girlfriend not to, I think when he hadn't come out yet, or um, I'm not sure who he was dating back then, but <laughs> I haven't had, I haven't had this. Maybe we'll be able to talk to him and I'll ask the question. To Wikipedia. Who were you dating back then? But so Michael Stipe was trying to convince someone to not leave him and gotcha. leave Athens, Georgia and go to Maryland where um, Rockville is based. And uh, I actually read a song facts article about this song. Is um, it the song F-A-C-T-S or song F-A-X? F-A-X. Aw, uh, song facts. <laughs> it was actually F-A-X dot X-X-X. It was too hot for TV. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was strange. Um, but <laughs> so in the song, Michael Stipe is kind of giving a very strange uh image of Rockville, Maryland talking about working at a factory and yeah, which you don't really think us knowing Rockville, Maryland, yeah. we know that, I mean, I'm sure there's a factory somewhere, but, uh, you know, it's just outside of DC. Um, but he's also talking about how, um, even if you left like, or if you were to stay with, if the person that he was singing about were to stay with him, he would probably just bleed them. Um, and it's, you know, he says, it's not as if I really need you. If you were to stay, I would just bleed you. Um, so it's kind of like a weird kind of, I don't know how to describe it. My, uh, euphemisms aren't working right now. It's kind of just like, uh, fuck. I like, <laughs> It, it's a weird love song in the in the sense that like kind of he realizes that like he doesn't need it, but it, like it would be nice. Like don't go back, but you and I both know that if you stay, it's not going to be good. Right, and uh, yeah, exactly. Kind of like a downer kind of love song. Um, oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, that's probably my favorite song off of Reckoning. Um, so it's something I realized too, uh, especially listening to REM over the last few weeks is, so you mentioned a few minutes ago that you're more of like a riff motivated person, not as much concentrated Correct. on lyric. Not, I wouldn't say not concentrated on lyrics, but like, like a, a good riff and kind of a good kind of groove to the song is important. Yeah, that, definitely. I mean, to me, it all has to come together yeah. and I am very picky uh, so if like a great band and some of the, I'll, I'll be honest, some of the bands, metal bands that you've recommended to me, like their riffs and all the instrument instrumentation is amazing, but the lyrics and the vocals just get to me and I can't listen to them. Gotcha. So to me, it all has to come together. So that into one cohesive big ball of energy. So I think that's, I would like to it's it's really interesting like seeing and meeting people who have different musical preferences because i think there's a pattern here because i'm okay. very riff driven like for yeah. the one of the reasons i love the foo fighters is they have like really really catchy looping riffs right. all throughout their songs dave Grohl it and the the lyrics and the vocals have been getting better but they're not known for like really deep introspective songs that mean a lot true like, they um, have like a few songs that you would think yeah like everlong and um, um, but even in like the, the dry, in my opinion, the driving force behind Everlong by the Foo Fighters is, is that really indicative, like, da, 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 the it's actually riff. the whispering part. That's yeah. what everybody loves. 
But so then there are people like you yes. who are very who what do you mean want that like you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who like have like that balance and like can't yeah. listen to something without that balance. But I can listen to something where the lyrics like the vocals have to be okay, but yeah. like I am, I will listen to something for like a particular drum lick or a particular guitar. Riff. Gotcha. And then I know other people who like, I'm going to call them the Bob Dylan fans who are like all about what hey the lyrics. Hey. Yeah. Like I can't stand <laughs> oh, yeah. that shit. So, hey, Ed. No, that's not a Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> hey Adam, like, how are you? Yeah. But I, I think there's a lot of that in, I would love to put people on like a spectrum of where their musical preferences are and kind of map out just regardless of genre. Yeah. I think you could, I think you could do that because there, there's some metal artists out there that are like really lyric um, driven and not so much, I wouldn't say not concentrated on the musical aspect, but more on the lyrics and how they, what that means. So I, I um, Marilyn Manson, I think is a good example of gotcha. that where Marilyn Manson's lyrics are creepy as shit. Yeah. But, they're very multi-layered yeah and but his music is pretty mediocre in my opinion <laughs> well so. shit <laughs> shot across the bow <laughs> take that marilyn manson <laughs> um but yeah i mean that so that's an interesting point because you talk about wanting to listen to a particular song due to like a specific drum lick or a specific guitar lick and often when i'm listening to music even if i don't like if I shouldn't be like, I really like throw myself into the music that I'm listening to. Um, so whoa, 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 watch out. I'll, ca- I'll, I'll be there to catch you. Daniel. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, um, let's, so that's kind of how I've got into REM and we'll continue to talk about it when we go through the songs. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the playlist. Um, because talking about, our musical preferences and what we kind of look for in the music that we listen to. I'll be honest. I do not like playlists at all. I like albums, right? I am an album guy. I love photo albums. Just like looking through all the pictures of <laughs> granny and grand people. <laughs> um, but I, if I'm, I feel like weird if I'm listening to a band, like on my ride on the car ride home and the album doesn't end when I get to the house. Like yeah. I have to f- finish the album the next time I listen to music. So that's indicative of a larger issue. Daniel, well, but- <laughs> we don't have to get into that. <laughs> um, well, what about, so are you someone who, so you say you don't like playlists, so you have to listen to things, not have to, but you prefer to listen to things sequentially. Yeah. So, so like you have to move through the album. Like you wouldn't be able to put on an album, hit shuffle play. No, not because, because I know the songs that come after right. that song that I like, and it sounds weird if there's another song. So, and if, you know, I... Friday I've, is the spice of life, Daniel. Just gotta live it up, man. No, YOLO. Hashtag album, YOLO. Sequential albums is the spice of life. <laughs> that's saying, you know, that's on the our dollar bills. Um, that's going to be, our, that's going to be our new episode. Hashtag, hashtag sequential <laughs> albums is the spice of life. Um, but order is the spice of life. <laughs> so I've tried cause Spotify, I'm a Spotify premium member. Whoa. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> hey Daniel, you just, you just, you want, pick, you want me to pick, pick that up over there? Drop my oh, visa oh, black. So heavy. For, uh, but 
So Spotify, of course, apparently is great at making playlists and people love Spotify playlists. And I've tried to like listen to artist radio like Queens of the Stone Age or Metallica. But then when I hear a song that I'm really fucking grooving on, bro, then I just want to listen to that album and I'll just go listen to the album. So my Spotify playlist is just like a hellscape of me. <laughs> making, wow. <laughs> me making different albums into diff- into playlists like an artist's album becomes a playlist. Anyway, we don't have to talk about how well, weird I am with Spotify. So uh, and don't try and tell me that you can just download an album. I've tried that; it deletes it. Ha ha. So, <laughs> so what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come oh, back are? to the. <laughs> you know, let Daniel calm down for a little bit. Oh and wait, take- no, I didn't. I didn't finish my point. Are we? Are we taking a break? Or are we? Can I? Let me finish. You what? finish your point. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> this is, you know, I'm going to like wake up tomorrow. Like on the street corner. What happened? Um, I'll mention, so it was very difficult for me to make this playlist because frankly, I would just, I would have preferred just recommending albums to you, but I wanted to give you a comprehensive idea of REM to try and, cause I think there are some songs that are very similar to like Foo Fighters on there that okay. you may like. Um, so it was an arduous task, and I really hope you fucking appreciate it. <laughs> um, Very much so, Dan. And when we go through songs that you may want to talk about or that I want to talk about, I can talk about why they're in the order of, of this playlist. But let's go take a break so you can take a shit <laughs> and take a piss. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Passion Fruits. <laughs> hilarious you know joke what, you, by a hilarious man. You know what our listeners are going to be singing after this episode? Well, Don't listen to Passion hey. Fruits. <laughs> You're just hurting yourself. You're hurting your equity. Uh, welcome back to Passion Fruits Podcast. We just took a break. We're back right now. We are getting ready to get into it. Yeah, so let's get into it, Daniel. Let's let's get into like why <laughs> you don't have to have such a big sigh. <sighs> <sighs> why? What is it about REM that you love? I love the. Oh God, I was not ready for this. Because I'm going to disagree with you <laughs> on whatever you say. Oh God. Um. Well, let's um. We can talk about like my impressions of the playlist. Yeah, how yeah, how yeah. does that work? So, Let's, all right. So, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, the playlist I created, the first two songs I put on there are uh, Losing My Religion and It's the End of the World. It's the End of the World. Because those are the two most popular songs. And when I mentioned REM way back when, when we first started this podcast, you were like an antelope in headlights. Um, so I wanted to put that on there to like wet your tongue right? <laughs> to, to get ready. But then I wanted to drop you into my experience. So I really, don't oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm going to look at the Spotify playlist. So I remember what I did. Um, so I really got into R.E.M.'s album Reckoning. Yes. And then I really got into their album New Adventures in Hi-Fi, okay. which is probably their least popular album, which starts on the, Spotify playlist starts with Electrolyte. Yep. And the song Be Mine from that uh, album really, really is beautiful and really, really got to me. And then I went from there uh, to Automatic for the People. 
um, and just went from there. But um, so my introduction into REM was kind of weird because Reckoning is their second album. It's not truly an outlier, but it's a sound that they didn't really have later in their career. And often when I suggest albums to people, I suggest like their latest album because like that's what the band is up to at like their most recent time. Right. And, and what's REM up to these days, Daniel? Uh, they are <laughs> doing their own side projects, Adam. <laughs> Hopefully, God, if they do a reunion tour, I will drag you to a show. Um, but uh, New Adventures in Hi-Fi has like only sold just over a million copies. Like hmm. it came after one of their most popular albums, but it was such a departure that a lot of people did not like it. I think it's, it's one of my favorite albums. Gotcha. Anyway. So that's why the songs in this playlist are kind of all grouped together based on albums. You know, I, towards the end I was just like, Oh, Adam should listen to this and Adam should listen to this. (laughs) And this is is something I, I probably should have asked you beforehand when you first gave me the place. So I should not have listened to this playlist on shuffle. No, actually, (laughs) no, that would have been fine. And if you did that, great <laughs> um because i was listening to the playlist and you know what bothered me was that the songs were not in sequential order from the albums oh. <laughs> so i was like oh, i should have just given adam the albums um so whatever you fucking did was i'm sure fucking great but let's so i've been just rambling and rambling and rambling so let's talk about some of the songs that you hated it sounds more like it's going to be the discussion <laughs> or some of the songs that kind of spoke to you got talk so, talk about listening to this playlist so uh, i'm going to be very frank here is that i wh- i thought wh- your name was adam <laughs> <laughs> no my, my name is very frank i <laughs> <laughs> ah, got it oh man um the the playlist you constructed one I greatly appreciate you putting the work into it. Thank you. <laughs> but I honestly can't tell one song that much different from another. Interesting. So so, th- so this is my my one of many issues with REM is that, and and I think this is very indicative of my ignorance of the band. Yeah, you're and, very ignorant. I always said that. About and you. and the fact that I have not listened to a lot of REM. Yeah, is that the it seems like there's no difference in cadence for any of their songs. Interesting. It's like, it's like, the, it's all like at, you know, 85 beats per minute. You're they, wrong. They have, interesting. they have, <laughs> they, like, I think the end of the world, as we know, is like the only like semi fast paced song I listen to. I kept like literally flipping through and songs. That may be my, um, that may just be my playlist construction. Okay. And so for that, I apologize because they do have faster songs <laughs> and slower songs. Um, but, oh, sorry. I didn't, I meant to interrupt you and p- tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> so continue. Um, but yeah, that was, so my, my big impression was it just sounded very, all the songs sounded very similar. And once again, I realized how incredibly hypocritical that co- sounds coming from me because I know a lot of people think that a lot of Dave Matthews songs sound exactly the same. A well, lot of people have like, same thing about metal songs. It's like, yeah. oh, all the songs sound the same. It's just them screaming into the microphone. Well, and we and talked about that on the Dave Matthews Band episode. And I think I had the kind of the same point is that um, to me, they all sounded similar. And yeah. that that may just be a function of if if we were really trying to get, if I was really trying to get you into REM, mm-hmm. like 
truly become as passionate about it, about them as I am. And maybe we can revisit REM later. Um, or I'll recommend more albums to you by them, but I would just have a discussion of the, my two favorite albums of theirs and then go from like, go almost like through their history. Like basically do, are you talking REM re me, which would just be (laughs) shitty and (laughs) like stealing from them. But yeah, I don't know. So, uh, I think most of the listeners know, like I'd say we not go through, um, it's the end of the world was if it's the end of the world as we know it or losing my religion. Cause I feel like those, those are the two most popular ones. And I will say like, I would default back to those songs because I was like, all right, I've got to like re-anchor myself and what the (laughs) hell type of band I'm listening to. It's interesting that you went to, um, uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, like, so one of the songs that stuck out to me was Man on the Moon, oh, yeah. I think. So yeah. let me let About me start Kaufman. playing that. Okay. So one thing about this song yes. is that I could actually understand the lyrics. Yes. This was uh, <laughs> later in their career when they had more production. Uh, they were putting their vocals towards the front. Um, and it's it's weird why I was drawn to this song because maybe, it, and this is completely random, but perhaps it's because like it's definitely a little bit slower. It's it is a little bit slower, one of the slower yeah. songs. But also, like, I keep remembering the song title, Men on the Moon, from, like, King Cuddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll know that song. Sure, why not? <laughs> like, oh, this is, this is not what I expected at all. <laughs> but I, I I feel like it is a little bit more ballad-y. Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of in and, the same vein as Don't Go Back to Rockville. Yeah. Just kind of I, acoustic guitar-y. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like, the course. I actually go- would prefer that you lie. Don't be honest with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been too too tough so far. Like, don't go back to Rockville. Like, the course is like ingrained in my head and not yeah. for a good reason. Oh, what? <laughs> it's like that. Like, I realize that I have a fairly nasally voice and I get like excited about something. Like, oh my god! But like, that's exactly. It's it is like trying. My image of me listening to myself sing that song is like, don't go back to Interesting. Like, I, Wrong the, again. So <laughs> maybe that's part of why it didn't speak to me is that it hit a little bit too close to home. Ah, and um, you are just upset that you haven't become a multi-million, multi-platinum recording artist. Yes. And you were like, this could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> is that why? Yeah, All right. Well, exactly. It's interesting um, that you latched on to Man on the Moon. Um, again, a song later from their career. And so it's a song about uh, the comedian Andy Kaufman, um, who Jim Carrey uh, starred as in the heretofore titled movie and um, Man on the Moon. And REM actually did why. the soundtrack for it. Oh, uh, okay. Makes a lot of sense. So that was, so that was one. And they actually did the soundtrack for Dumb and Dumber. 
Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, the other one was, uh, hold on, let me. So th- the problem is like I would listen to these in the car and I didn't have anything to like, write down uh, on. Yeah. And so I, but once again, all these songs sound very similar. And so I'm like, is it. Play the song that you're talking about and I'll so tell you why. I can't <laughs> tell the difference between uh, Wake Up Bomb and How the West Was Won. What are you? Let me play How the West Was Won. One second. So I like the intro to this song. Yeah. That's like, I was seeing this, I was like, oh yeah, we're grooving. We're grooving. So this is off of New Adventures in Hi-Fi. Yep. So it's got like a little bit of a reggae feel. Oh, Daniel's grooving. But then they like default back. Hold on, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. They default back to the same old shit. What? What are you it's talking like, about? This is this is when Michael Stipe kind of got Dylan-y and had like very kind of like so, so yes. But, so like this part just sounds exact like every other REM song I've ever listened to. It's like da, 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 like slow build. Da, 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 da. One, two. Three, four. <laughs> I'm staring it daggers. This makes me want to fall asleep. All right, all right. And then, uh, well, uh, this is also a slow song, so. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe ah, it's beautiful. Maybe Spotify is just fucking with me. With yeah. Them. So, how about this one? A wake up. Bomb. I look good in the glass pack. So once again, starts out. I'm like, yeah, Dad, I got, got some more. <laughs> yeah, Rocky, going. And then. So, literally at this point, I'm like, and we're back. So, all right. So, that's one of their musical styles um, that they very that they popularized. And what I really like about them is that they hold off on the chorus for a lot of their songs. Okay. So, that may be what you're hearing is the verse and maybe the pre-chorus. And then it go often their songs just go right back into the verse. Like they don't have a chorus until after the second verse. Okay, and it it's just like when that happens, you're just like <laughs> yes. So you think that? Um, so like, the thesis statement of my analysis, like I, I, it was really hard to differentiate between songs, uh-huh. and because I wasn't over overly enjoyed with them to begin with, I was like, oh, okay. yay! <laughs> like literally, like in the car the other day, I was like, okay, next, okay. Interesting. I I did not. I did shitty, but interesting. And and once again, I'm just kidding. I I have not had a lot of time either. So like, when where I could listen to this was he like in the office when I and usually I get interrupted by something and and everybody would like interrupt you, be like, is that REM? I love them. So that was the other thing is I found out that I could I would tone the music out really quickly. Gotcha. Interesting. So that was, and, and it's a little bit, so like, it, unless I was sitting down and making a concerted effort to listen to the songs, yeah. I'd be like, it would become white noise in the background. Gotcha. Once again, something I'm sure you're not terribly happy about, but that was what I, it, I would fall into that. And then same thing, like when I'm driving, like I go like three or four songs and be like, oh, I guess we changed songs. Adam just goes on autopilot when he's driving. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I'll admit that happened to me with Dave Matthews when you gave me the Dave Matthews band playlist. So sure. it's 
Totally and understandable. The only difference with Dave Matthews Band is the fact that the songs are all 20 minutes long. Right. So. <laughs> well, and the only dif- difference with the R.E.M. songs is that they're good versus the Dave Matthews Band songs. Oh, <clears throat> got him while he was taking a sip of water, so he couldn't. He almost did a spit take. R.E.M. doesn't have a saxophone. <laughs> you thank fuck. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Or a trumpet or a violin. Yeah, thank God. Or a good drummer. Whoa, what I'm the? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> All right. Um, so so th- those are the ones that really uh, call it. Now, I will say I like the titles to the songs. Like, oh, yeah. Very, they have great titles. Like, I want to listen to Country Feedback. Oh, yeah. Great song. And I, I did like this because it is... Like that steel guitar sound. I yeah. It's really cool. This has a little bit of like, it reminded me of like a, a really old cash, like Johnny Cash kind of ballad. So they actually, um, they've played this live a couple times with Neil Young. Um, oh. And they, they, they really like playing this live with different bands. Like they've had Wilco play this song live uh, together. Um, so yeah, this is a beautiful, great song. I'm glad yeah. you like it, Adam. Yeah, I did like this song. Thank God he liked the song, listeners. He liked the song. And I liked It's the End. <laughs> of course he did. Oh, good. I'm glad you like that. So yeah, so, so that's about the, the summary of my listening to R.E.M. at this point. That's it? So- <laughs> <laughs> we talked for an hour and 20 minutes about Tiffany's band. <laughs> <laughs> no no so so what i would like to do as well is like your songs on the playlist i want you to go through and talk to me about some of them as okay well. so um, i'm gonna prove you wrong <laughs> yeah that sounds good stupid let me look at the playlist oh here we go adam's giving me the phone all right oh, god so talk about <laughs> one of the songs talk about the passion that was a potential candidate for the our podcast. I know. I recognize the title. Uh, I think we said, let's talk about the passion rather than talk about the passion. All right. Let me go to, actually, let me go to the songs that I thought you might like, because they kind of sound like, um, food fighters, shitty versions of Dave Matthews songs. (laughs) No, there are no shitty versions of Dave Matthews songs because all of Dave Matthews music is shitty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Set myself up for that one. <laughs> you did. All right, here we go. Did you get to this song album? Or Adam? <laughs> okay. I will be honest. I don't know if I did. Well, maybe you shouldn't have put it on shuffle. Sorry. <laughs> um, so this is off of one of their later albums, close to when they called it quits, mm-hmm. um, and it was a return to form for them, very rock guitar heavy. Whereas they previously, after um, the drummer had left, they were kind of weird, focused on um, electronic stuff. But listen to this chorus. Yeah. 
Just listen to those backing vocals. <laughs> this is going to be the rest of the episode. Me so, just be like, Adam, listen to this. Did you hear this? So that so that was one thing that bothered bothered me. It's like they have so many layers of vocalists. Yeah, it's awesome. That it, it's it's distracting. Like it, I, you're I, distracting. I, I think it distract when they're like twelve people co- chiming in. It's just I, one. I. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the fucking polyphonic spree. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Point Daniel. But uh, no, like if you listen to like the way they record it, because it's like where they start literally a like the chorus is a chorus of like all the band members being like just one. So it sounds like I don't I don't know how if it's layered differently, but it just sounds like the the vocals are not as crisp as I would expect. Is it too like chaotic for you? Yeah. Got it. I like order in my life, Daniel. Thank you. Despite me wanting to like hear everything on shuffle. Well but <laughs> anyway, so that song is great and I thought you would like it because it's very similar to it, Foo Fighters song. It is but it is better. Huh, interesting. <laughs> uh, well, then let me play you the uh, song that comes out right after that song. L- listeners, I'm so album. sorry, but this is the last Passion Fruits podcast episode. <laughs> Daniel has thrown up his arms and quit out of out of uh, out of frustration with me. Uh, so let's listen to Man Sized Wreath. So that was Living Well is the Best Revenge, yep. the first song on the album Accelerate. Okay, and then this is Man Sized Wreath. Uh, the second song off Accelerate. So did you get a chance to listen to this one? I did listen to this one. Okay. What did you think? I did like it, but once again, like I it is harder for me to differentiate between this one and the prior song. Gotcha. And therefore I would get a little bit confused, like a little bit bamboozled, if you will. And I, I do like, I like the cleaner vocals. And that was, so that was, I think, as I stumble over my words here. We never do that here. Um, I think one of the... R.E.M. has a song called Stumble. <laughs> as you stumble over your words. <laughs> um, one of the things that... I found distracting was like you said, like the mumbling in the earlier, in the earlier songs. And I think that impression has bled over onto other tracks. Even when the vocals may be clear and crisper, you're kind of like, Oh, there he is mumbling again. Yes. Well, and some of the songs where he has clearer and crisper vocals, I mean, later in the career, they, we talked about it, how he kind of got like Dylan-y, Dylan-esque kind of yeah. singing. And you could hear that on Living Well is the Best Revenge and Man-Sized Wreath. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you would have liked those songs more, but I thought you would have like, first thing you would have been like, oh my God, thank you, Daniel. Thank you for introducing <laughs> me to R.E.M. <laughs> but apparently not. Um, uh. Let me go through the playlist. So we've talked about Reckoning. Let me play yep. another song from Reckoning. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's do Harbor Coat. I'll prove to you that they have a good drummer. <laughs> it's so pretty. The crowd 
What did you think of this song? So once again, or what do you think of it now? <laughs> no, I li- I listened to this one. Good. So I I listened to it. I think I got through. And once again, uh, that was my own fault in the sense of like I wasn't able to like tick off every single song that I knew I listened to. Yeah. Uh, because I was listening to it on shuffle. <clears throat> um, I like the 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 chorus riff in that like the da 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 yeah da da da. Um. I did appreciate the fact that the vocals were a little bit cleaner. Uh-huh. I think for for me, it is. I, it's similar to the way I feel like Bruce Springsteen. So, hey Adam, so were I, you born to run? I, I <laughs> not even going to acknowledge my Bruce Springsteen impression. It's a wonderful. Hey Springsteen. Adam, are you dancing in the dark? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I think it's like the vocal stylings just don't speak to me from Got an it. artistic standpoint. Got so it. despite how good the, the music is and despite how good the vocal, like the lyrics are like, it just like, I'm like, yeah. Cause huh. like, I know people who love the boss and yeah. I'm like, I don't get it at all. I don't either. Um, Maybe we should do a Bruce Springsteen episode at some or point. Both of us just hate on him. Yeah. <laughs> be all, I mean, it might be kind of interesting to try and get into him. Anyway, I I, I understand that because I don't like Bruce Springsteen at all. Um, and anyway, and it, it sounds to me like the the way the vocals are are played or like the way sorry the way the vocals are sung, it sounds like they're almost. I don't get like the passion coming from it. It sounds like the like he's bored. Is that I know it, it doesn't I don't get that, but and that may just be my playlist may not have been the best playlist for you. Okay. Um maybe the songs I chose were too similar. Um and it maybe they followed a particular theme. Okay. Um because I will admit, you know, like Let's play like Electrolyte from New Adventures in Hi Fi. Okay. So, this is a very similar song to Don't Go Back to Rockville. Yes. Um, and some of the other songs, uh, Country Feedback. Yep. Some of the other songs we've listened to. So, maybe, and those have been some that I fucking love this song. This is the last song on New Adventures in Hi-Fi, and let's just listen to it. So... Maybe, and maybe it's because I don't do playlists that I don't know how to craft a good one. <laughs> um, but and so though I, on the playlist, I put some of the songs that I really enjoy from the albums, but maybe I should have just recommended albums to you. Maybe so. Because you would have heard, because and listening to albums straight through, you could have heard the differences um, and ch- you could have not had your stupid so, thoughts that you're having right now, which are totally incorrect. <laughs> so, let, so let's do this, Daniel. Yes. Um, as, as we kind of 
as as we're moving towards like the end of the playlist and moving towards the end of our our time here on this earth, <laughs> oh god, um, let's let's revisit REM at some point. Okay. So so let's have you suggest a few albums that I okay. should listen to. Got it. And like pinpoint songs that you think I would like. Basically, do all the work for me, Daniel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, so I mean, are there any other songs that you want to talk about? Any other? Oh. No, God. Sorry, <sighs> I thought this music would have spoken to you more. It <laughs> and, didn't. And, and once again, this is this is in. I think it's it's difficult because I my musical tastes go in waves. So like there are day there are weeks where I'll listen to nothing but really heavy heavy metal, and then if I'm trying to listen to REM or Davis, I'm like, nah, it's not really talking to me. Gotcha. You know, and then there are other day, other weeks where it's like, all right, I'm on like a bluegrass kick for this couple weeks. Gotcha. It's like, oh yeah. So, so maybe so I you, caught you at the wrong time. You definitely did because there's a new Slipknot. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> listeners can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes heavily. And so is the mascot dog, Eddie. He is rolling his eyes and the sleep. But <laughs> um, so you, all right, I get that. Um, yeah. So yeah, how about, well, mm, yeah. We we will promise our listeners that maybe like season two of Passion Fruits podcast. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, re, we'll revisit. I'm, uh, well, our, let's talk. Let's, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we can revisit it for next episode with just even a recommendation. Sure. Like yeah. I have a recommendation for you, but I can plug in a REM album recommendation. Cool. And suggest you listen to that. So thank you, Adam. I think. <laughs> <laughs> for letting me expound on REM and try and try and explain why I love them so much. This, this is probably the first episode that we've recorded thus far where like there's a definite wall between the two of us yeah, as far totally. as like appreciation. It's like I just I mean, I just did not get it. Huh. Um and even like I think like during the day and pr- it is definitely because I was not as diligent in listening to the playlist as you were with the Dave playlist. <laughs> and once again, I thank you, Dan, for uh <laughs> I thank you, that. Adam. I don't know for what, <laughs> but I thank you. But I, it's it's been very interesting. So uh, kind of wrapping this up, you know, obviously listeners, you you have heard Daniel kind of his exasperated tones <laughs> about me not being passionate right. about REM for whatever reason. But like Daniel, what have you Oh, uh, you know, what have you done in the name of REM recently? In the other name than, of REM. Other than wearing the are you talking REM U2 RE to me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the t-shirt, yes. Um, well, so unfortunately, REM doesn't, they're not together anymore. And I don't know if there will ever be a reunion tour. Sure. They actually specific, like three of, so they're a four member band. Three of the members like three of them who it doesn't matter who like sometimes get together and play shows, but they're always very particular in not having one of the members there huh. to not have them to not have like a huge, like REM's getting back together reunion tour. Oh, so they like played, there were, I, I forget who it was, but I think they didn't have the, I don't think Mike Mills played, um, did but Mike like, Mills play? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but like last year they played at a show in Portland okay. where it was just three of them. Uh, and actually it may have been Michael Stipe who didn't show up. But, um, you know, they played some classic REM songs, like five or six songs. But they've been very particular in not having four people play, four of them play for like benefit concerts or something, 
just because they don't want to have start that rumor. Gotcha. Um, so it sounds like they're still like on talking terms and they're still, oh, yeah, fa- like they're still friends. Oh yeah, and they, definitely. So th- that is one th- thing I, I think I like is they're like, they've had pretty much the same lineup. Oh yeah. Yeah. Their yeah, entire yeah. career, yeah, which well, is not for a lot of the popular bands out there. Like that's not super common. these true. days. And yeah, when, um, drummer left he they didn't truly replace him with a permanent member uh, and you know he's done concerts with them um talking about what i was talking about with just the three members he's played with them before so uh or since he's left um because you said he left primarily just because he didn't want to tour anymore right correct? yeah it was they right around the mid 90s when they were touring again for monster they had like Three, three single members each had like medical emergencies. Like one got a brain aneurysm on, I think it was the drummer got a brain aneurysm on stage. Wow. Um, and like one of Mike Stipe, Michael Stipe got like a hernia. Anyway, so it's been difficult to like really be crazy, crazy fanatical about R.E.M. Mm-hmm. when they're not touring. Like I can't go follow them around like I've done for Metallica or Queens of the Stone Age. Sure. Um, I will say that for Record Store Day, which is a vinyl holiday where record stores have like special releases um, for albums, uh, REM had a release this past Record Store Day uh, for one of their live concerts that apparently had like had been recorded but never released, ah. and they were playing as a different band called or different band called Bingo Handjob. And they had like different members, um, or like two other members in there. And so there was a record store day release, a vinyl release of that album. And unfortunately I couldn't get to my record store early enough to get that album. So I paid way too much for it on eBay (laughs) and I'm part of the problem and why people hate record store day. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've, I've just listened to their albums nonstop and we'll just like latch on to their albums and we'll just put them on repeat. Cool. And that's kind of how it's manifested itself. Um, but so let's get into recommendations. Yeah. And so last time you recommended to me the music band by, or the album live at the quick by the music band, Bella Fleck. Bela Fleck and the Flecktones. Bela Fleck and the Flecktones. And I will say that I listened to it. Okay. We'll have to do an episode about Bela Fleck and the Flecktones because I did not enjoy it at all. Okay. No, that's... <laughs> um, yeah, I can get into it, but it was just too much for me. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> you don't like you don't like alternative alternative bluegrass electronic bluegrass music? Yeah, I, yeah, jam, I don't know. Jam band alternative electronic bluegrass. It, it maybe is, it maybe it just wasn't my time to listen to Bella Fleck and um <laughs> maybe we'll do an episode about them so you can try and get them into yeah, that. I, I like Bella Fleck. I don't know if it necessarily warrants an episode. Gotcha. It, maybe not super I, passionate yeah. about it. Okay. Interesting. Um, and I recommended to you the album Strange Trails by Lord Huron. Yeah, and I did not get a chance to Got listen. it. I was trying to listen to... New Slipknot and R.E.M. Yeah. albums. Got it. Um, all right. Well, still give that album a listen to because it's very yeah. good. But yes, yeah, so, um, so I'm going to recommend to you, let's talk... So 
with REM, are you interested in listening to more REM? Yes, I, okay. I, I would be interested because I feel like it did not do this album justice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel is nodding his head vigorously yes. right now. Yes. And expressing himself with a raised <laughs> fist. Um, so I have a couple, rec- I have two recommendations for you then. Okay. So I will recommend the REM album um, Life's Rich Pageant for you. Okay. Which there were a couple songs on the playlist uh, from Life's Rich Pageant. Um, but I think that's their fourth album and I think you'll like it. Uh, hopefully. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not after what you've talked about. Um, but so Life's Rich Pageant by R.E.M. Take a listen to that. Okay. Um, and then I saw the music band Dawes at the North Carolina Museum yeah. of Art on Friday um, live, and they were awesome. So I would recommend that you listen to the Dawes album, uh, Nothing Is Wrong. Okay. Cool. And so what do you want to recommend to me, Adam? Um, I think there are two things. So I know you don't like Slipknot. Uh, <laughs> I listened to that album when it came out the one with the creepy cover that looks they like all have creepy covers. <laughs> uh, what is that? Like four volume three. Maybe it was like one of their most popular albums. The, the subliminal verses. So, uh, volume three. I guess so. Verses. <laughs> or, or the second album, Iowa or their self-titled album slipknot or all hope is gone or 0.5. The gray chapters. I think it was, um, <sighs> I think it was Sunday, bloody Sunday. Um, I, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So there, there is a new song called Unsainted. It's a single, so it's just a song, not even an album. Got it. Not even an EP with multiple songs. Uh, Unsainted, which is uh, just came out, and it is, it's as a Slipknot fan, I like it because it's classic Slipknot, which is really cool. And Corey Taylor, classic Slipknot in the sense that um, really, really heavy riffs. They kind of, they were doing some slightly weirder stuff in the last couple of, album, couple of albums. And, uh, but this one, like Corey Taylor has clean vocals on it, which is interesting. Nice. Um, and the, so that's just one, but the, the second one I'd like to recommend to you and you and I talked about this a little bit beforehand, but Play the game Shadow of Mordor. Yes, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to go home and play that. So, um, so it is a like a role playing, like a third person role playing game. Very, uh, it's a cross between like Assassin's Creed and Batman, Arcane Asylum, and like Just Cause, basically. Gotcha. So cool. it's 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 a lot of fun. It's yeah. very. Uh, uh, you basically run around just killing orcs. That's fun. And it's wonderfully cathartic. It's re- very difficult for the first like 10 hours, but then <laughs> oh god, <laughs> the rest of the game is fun. I so. remember when it came out, I got it for PC and played maybe like five hours yeah. and then just got sidetracked into another game. Sure. So I will give it a deeper dive. Um, can you say the name of the Slipknot song again? So the song is called Unsainted. Unsainted. Yes. And... Shadow of Mordor. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, Well, thank you, Adam, 
for talking to REM about me. Talking to REM. Re-me. Re-me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you listening to the playlist, and I appreciate you letting me just ramble for a good hour <laughs> about REM and why I love them so much. So much fun. So much fun. As always. As always. Um, but yeah, so for everyone who tuned in today uh, for this episode, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, we are available on all of our, all these social medias. Yes. So for, in, for instance, on Instagram, we are Passion Fruits Podcast. On Twitter, we are. I think you can search Passion Fruits Podcast and we'll pop up. Yes. And then uh, Facebook, Passion Fruits Podcast. And what is our email address? Passion Fruits Podcast at gmail.com. Booyah. And then uh, our personal handles on both. So my my Instagram and Twitter handles are Adam.Tay, T A E, and Daniel's is. Mine is Dan is in the radio. Yeah, so the us, internet radio. The internet radio. <laughs> Woo. Woo yeah. Um, well, yeah. Awesome people. Well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.